Hello, everybody. So we're going to Philadelphia. We're coming back in a little while, but we'll be up there for a short time. We look forward to it. The uh, economic world having to do with our country is doing unbelievably well. The numbers are good. And you'll see some very good numbers, I think, released just prior to November 3rd for the third quarter. I think it's going to be, I think they'll be fantastic numbers. Uh, do you have any questions? So with the suburban voter, we're taking care of them. It's safety. It's about safety. It's about law and order. It's also about getting regulations where housing is forced into a suburban neighborhood. And, you know, that's the American dream. And by the way, minorities want that. Everybody wants that. They want the American dream. Because when you think of suburbia, it's about 30 percent, close to 30 percent minority. Some people say more than that. They want their American dream. They don't want to have it be obliterated. So we've uh, ended the rule, the regulation, as you know. And if Biden got in, he put it right back, except they double it up. And they say that Cory Booker would be in charge. He's the one that's pushing it. We're not going to do that. We're not going to destroy suburbia. And just basically, I think we have a very strong, very powerful law and order campaign. Uh, we are endorsed by almost every major police group. Uh, believe it or not, it's not easy for them to do. The Chicago police just endorsed us. You heard that. Uh, New York City, New York's finest endorsed us. We have Ohio, we have Florida, we have, I mean, we have everybody. And uh, we just want safe streets. We don't want to have a Portland. We don't want to have what happened in Seattle that we took care of by saying we're going in and they immediately gave up. We don't want to have that. We want to have uh, safety. We don't want to have Chicago where people get shot and people get killed. We don't want to have that. Those are all Democrat-run cities, and we don't want to have that. Yeah, well, I'm a big believer in forest management. If you notice the gentleman at the table, the professor, he's a big believer in what I said. He came up to me and said, sir, you happen to be right. When you let the floors of the forest build up with leaves and build up with broken timber that's dry as a bone, you're causing forest fires. That's the problem. You're causing forest fires. So I believe in a lot of things, but I definitely believe in forest management. Plus, you have to have some breaks. If you don't have breaks in between, so that when you do have areas, you're not going to lose 250,000 acres every time of, of beautiful forest. So, uh, and I think, frankly, the governor, I get along with him very well. I think the governor agrees with me. Yeah, please. Well, I think you have people that uh, don't want to address China. They don't want to address Russia. They don't want to address India. They don't want to address these countries that haven't done very much for global warming, for uh, the carbon footprint, for any of the things that they talk about. You have a lot of countries that, you know, we're supposed to do it, and we do do it. By the way, our carbon numbers right now are very low. They're really low. Our water, our air, I want it to be clean. I want it to be immaculate. I want it to be crystal. I want it to be absolutely clean, and that's what we're doing. But we, at the same time, don't want to drive our businesses out because they can't compete. If you look at China with all of the uh, plants they have, you take you just take a look at China and look at what's coming out of China. 
Take a look at our oceans and see who's dumping in our oceans. It's not us. It's not us. And I think that's something people should be addressing, Steve. What are they going to do? Well, then we'll have to do something about the WTO because they've let China get away with murder. They consider China to be a developing nation. And by as a developing nation, as that, did this just happen, Steve? Just happened? All right. Well, we'll take a look at that. But I'm not a big fan of the WTO. That I can tell you right now. Maybe they did us a big favor. What yeah. do you think of the Oracle deal? Well, we're going to make a decision pretty soon. Uh, I have a high respect for Larry Ellison. He's somebody I know. He's been uh, really a terrific guy for a long time. So we're going to take a look. I heard they're very close to a deal. And we'll be looking at the TikTok deal with Larry Ellison and Oracle. President, why do you suppose your former aide, General Mattis, General Kelly, has been reluctant to defend you in any way over the course of the past because few We're very different. And you can see that with the deal we made today. Uh, I'm not a big fan of General Mattis, as you know. I think he's a very overrated general. But regardless, he, I guess he's a nice guy. He just didn't do the job for me. He didn't do the ISIS job after we got rid of him. Uh, it worked out very well. We took over 100% of the caliphate. But I do things differently. Uh, if, you if you listen to the three world leaders today, and these are highly respected leaders and countries, uh, UAE is a uh, is a tremendously respected warrior. I mean, they're warriors. They're a very strong, respected country. Uh, if you listen to what they said, Nobody thought of the plan that I thought of. And it's going around the back door. I call it going around the smart door and coming in a different way. And we have many other countries going to be joining us, and they're going to be joining us soon. Uh, we'll have, I can, I mean, I think seven or eight or nine. We're going to have a lot of other countries joining us, including the big ones. We already have the big one, but including the big ones. And this is not something that the people that you mentioned would be able to be doing. And it's not something that my critics thought was possible. And now they say, wow, that was a good idea. I will say uh, it's gotten rave reviews, even from the New York Times and Tom Friedman and a lot of people that don't like Donald Trump too much. They've given it literally rave reviews. So this is one deal, but we have many others like this. Look, our country's been stagnant for many years. We did nothing but give our money away, give our wealth away and give our jobs away. And now we stopped that. We stopped that three and a half years ago. You think Saudi Arabia will join? I do. I spoke with the king of Saudi Arabia. At the right time, I do think they will come in. Yes, I do. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a very big and very historic moment, and I think everyone agrees to that. But we'll have other countries coming in fairly rapidly. You think indoor rallies are safe? So I think this, I think you have a governor of Nevada who wouldn't let us use outside venues. You know, the night before, I think you were there, we had a massive crowd and it was an outside venue. Well, we had other outside venues the next day in Las Vegas. The governor made it impossible for the people that do it, our people, the people that do it, and forced us into an indoor rally. We didn't want an indoor rally, but we did an indoor rally 
Uh, they spaced as much as they could have, but the governor could have solved the problem. All he had to do is let us use one of the outdoor venues. Plus, they had 25,000 people outside of the venue that couldn't get in. But it's very interesting. When they have protests, that's okay. When they have violence, when they have anarchists, and they have agitators, that's okay. The governor of Nevada should not be in charge of ballots. The ballots are going to be a disaster for our country. And the governor of Nevada should not be in charge of ballots. When he won't let us meet and congregate and do, really, uh, a friendly protest, he should not be in charge of the ballots. You're going to have problems with the ballots like nobody's ever seen before. What about the people in Arizona? Thank you. Thank you.